Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I'm Joseph Malazzi, executive producer of Dark Matter, Stargate SG-1, Stargate Atlantis, Stargate Universe. And you are listening to Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venom. GSB Radio. All right, <clears throat> let's uh, let's, let's save a little bit of review for Get Out for the actual show. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad some of you guys saw it. That's good. I think it was just you. I think it was just you and Toby. Maybe John. Yeah. No, I I couldn't get out. I couldn't break away. To go you see it this weekend. Get out. Wink, oh, wink, you couldn't wink, break the wink. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yes, M Dog. I knew. I I fell for that freaking pun, and I that's why I changed what I said. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, I was in the city this weekend, but um, I was stuck at a car store uh, the whole day, so I couldn't do anything. So there you go. Oh no! I think you guys just wanted to not be uncomfortable in the theater when everybody started looking at you. No, I wanted to go see that shit. I mean, seriously. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just not going to go see it. I'm just going to go see a Flogan or something. Wow. I it saw it. You saw a shadow? Shadow, I thought you weren't going to make it. How you doing? Yeah, I was nerdy. Out of the shadow. Yeah, that's what oh, I thought. Oh, nerdy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, nerdy. They sound the same, you know. <laughs> Under different circumstances. You guys, you guys sound a little close, but I, I wasn't used to you being... Um, on so early, yeah, yeah. So well, all, all you, all you tiny black girls sound the same. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, how you know they're both tiny? Wow. <laughs> he says he's little. <laughs> we know where this episode is going. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, let's little get started. black we, girls. We, we done wow. insulted. We insulted uh, race, race, gender, and height. Yes. We're yes. <laughs> good, <Yes>. <laughs> good to go. Good to go. Yes, you got all that hey, in you one. People. Yep. Hey, you people out there. This Geek Soul Brother. I'm with my nerdy Venom. We're putting the funk in the sound front here. Glad you're tuning in to the podcast, whether you're listening live or listening in the archive. We really appreciate it. This episode 334. And we plan to give you guys a good review of Get Out, the new first feature film, horror film from a a writer-director, the famous comedian, part of the duo Key and Peele, Jordan Peele. Get Out. uh, Put out this movie, and um, it looks like it's knocking the uh, theater doors down. It's really getting some good stuff going. And uh, me and Toby saw it, and we'll definitely give you guys some review. And Black Nerdity, a.k.a. Afro Puff and stuff, also saw it. So we'll be getting good reviews from there. Uh, might get into a little TV talk, too, catching up to catching up to a little TV talk. Um, I haven't even caught up to humans. I, did, I didn't even realize that humans was uh, back already. 
Oh, that's back yeah, on the um, air. God damn. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, okay, episode. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I don't know how it is, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had been in a few shows. I didn't even like season one that much, so man. Yeah, season one was kind of eh, even the reveal. Uh oh. I would um, I w I would say if you can still watch the Swedish version, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's better, but it definitely has a different tone to it. Yeah, it's uh, all like a version. Okay, now we made fun of the Swedes. You cannot do that on the podcast, M Dog. That's one thing. Especially after the especially after the but the Swedes. Yeah, especially after the massacre, you heartless bastard. That's terrible. All right, so before we get into things, you new listeners that might not know them, or you old time listeners that want to hear. Uh, their intros. Let me introduce Nerdy Venoms. We got JD on the call. Hey, everyone. We're talking Oscars tonight. Looking forward to it. Denzel didn't win. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. wow, that was the longest intro she <laughs> ever had. It's more like sorry, not sorry. We're all a fact, people. Denzel can only win for lousy movies. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's oh, that's funny. That's, that's funny. Yeah, that is kind of true. <laughs> Dalek hit it on the head. That's kind of true. Uh, we have uh, Jonathan, a.k.a. The Private. It's time for everyone's favorite new drinking game, Drinks with the Snowflake-in-Chief, starring <laughs> President Donald J. Trump. Snowflake-in-Chief. We're calling him President? Okay. So what does he start saying? What no, no. We got no, no choice. No, foreigner friend might be. I'm not. <laughs> we have no, no choice. <laughs> So what does he start his uh, like uh, his State of the Union with some Marvel news? Because why the hell not? <laughs> That's funny. We also got a M dog on the call. Yeah, I'm not watching that because I don't need to see no thought thought. <laughs> no thought thought. Thought thought. Stuttering. No, more like a bad grammar and word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We also have uh, we also have our cousin, our cousin that's uh, part of the family, forever. He's, he's he's been a visitor. He came he came visiting once to sleep over one night, and he never left. We got Lord Dalek on the call. Well, guys, it is still Mardi Gras on the East Coast here for another three hours. So. Indeed. Like a drunk guy with a half a lip. <laughs> oh, oh you, you guys are such, you're so plebeians. This is the pre preservation hall she has, man. Come on. Plebeians! Lent starts tomorrow. And, no. and our newest, our newest uh, cousin, our, our visitor that kept coming back so much that we Gave a nerdy venom name. We got Afro Puff and stuff on the call. Hi. There she goes. You were forgot his squad won an Oscar. What are you doing with your life? 
Wow. Wow. Okay. That's hilarious. So, like I said, we got a good show tonight. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely, if, this, definitely. if this intro has been any indication. I am here. Here I am. Toby. Definitely subscribe uh, uh, to iTunes so that you can not, so that you don't miss any shows that come up. They'll go right into your feed. Subscribe to iTunes and subscribe to uh, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher app. And you can also go to an assortment of other areas. You can Google and see. Uh, we have our podcast out there in different places and stuff. And, um, you know, definitely follow us on social media. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just look for Geek Soul Brother. Also, uh, uh, Google Plus. And you can find the Five Nerdy Venom on Facebook and Twitter for all your nerdy news. So check that out. And don't forget... GoGeekSoulBird.com, not only are there reviews and trailers on there, but you can find a donate button, which you can hit a little dollar a month. You know, recurring donation, a couple dollars a month, that would really help out, help us support the show, as well as if you want to go to Patreon.com slash GeekSoulBrother. Definitely get get your uh, uh, donations going in there, and we appreciate it. Yes, and now anyway. it's cloud bleed free. <laughs> snorf, snorf. Anyway, uh, before we get into anything, as always, we get into our nerdy news. Wow. <laughs> that confused everybody. Um, That's rather presidential yeah. right there. Yeah. Take yeah. it away. I, I can tell you guys the BBC has the best news things. You don't believe it. So there you go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, there was a certain royalty to it. Yeah, Senior private. private. Yeah. Not America. Fine. Anyway, <clears throat> take it away, Johnson. All right. We begin tonight with the zeitgeist of the awards season, which are the Oscars. Uh, now, unless you were living under a rock or as a hermit since Sunday, you know that the Droll Awards ceremony hosted by the perpetual frat boy, Jimmy Kimmel, had plenty of notable winners. Uh, after a, a fun situation with Warren Beatty involved, uh, being given the wrong envelope, Moonlight won for Best Picture as well as Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, Maharshala Ali won for Best Supporting Actor, capping off a stellar 2016 for himself. Meanwhile, the gorgeous Viola Davis received the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, putting her one step away from the EGOTs. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Well, I I really hope she can't sing. I I really hope she can sing, because, you know, that would be awesome. Uh, Zootopia, like everyone said. Exactly, that too. Uh, Zootopia won for Best Animated Film, and inexplicable to many of us, Suicide Squad won an Oscar as well for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Yeah, just uh. yeah, yeah, guys, just get, just think, Suicide Squad has one more Oscar than Hidden Figures. <laughs> Wait, 
Uh, wow. You know, Bison was probably celebrating. He cracked For open a 40. Call... Like, yeah. Okay, that was incredibly wow. racist statement. Dude, we're about to, we're about to choke a dog. What? Why give me a 40? Why can't he crack open a bottle of wine? Why can't I mean, that's what I would have. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what I would have. <laughs> right. Wait, the wine or the forty? Or the forty? Not <laughs> saying a word. I'm not. I'm out of. I'm not saying out of this. As you should, Doug. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, uh, La La Land made off with five statues altogether. So uh, they weren't big mm-hmm. deal. La La. Mm-hmm. And, and Casey Affleck, you know, Baby Affleck won Best Act. Affleck. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, some people, some people weren't feeling it for sure. What's the What's the girl that opened the envelope? She wasn't clapping. Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Brie Larson. <laughs> Brie Larson. She was surprised. What? Miss <laughs> Marvel should have just kicked his ass right there. Yeah, I mean, he deserved <laughs> to be clocked. By Miss yep. Marvel. Because she is Miss Marvel, yep. so. <laughs> Captain Marvel, sorry. Miss it's Close okay. enough to do it's it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, yeah. as an interesting side note, the fake president took credit for the hijinks of last night's uh, of the uh, the night's mix-up for Best Picture. By the way, <laughs> saying it was he, he, he took credit for it. Wait, the fake president? Yes, the yeah. fake president. The one that's the on president TV we right got now. now? Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, where have you been, Toby? We know you don't actually have a Twitter, but you you can at least follow John's Twitter <laughs> for last. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I really don't December. believe we have a president, so I don't know the fake from the real. I'm just, I'm still in like this. Ah. He's not talking Bannon. <laughs> no, no. Tell me, do you still think Dennis Haysburg is the president? <gasps> He's not? Oh, that's what I thought y'all was talking about. I'm sorry. He's president of his heart. Right, let, let's clear something up here. I've been calling him fake president because of the whole fake news thing. I was like, well, you know, let's turn this on in the air call him fake president. Thank you. Well, very he, is a, he is a fake president because he didn't win the popular vote. Well, my problem is if you get that fake president, now we got a real fake president. And I don't know what's real anymore. I'm just saying. Well, I'm also, I I, I, I think I'm going to change it up. Wait start... for the real president. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, a more important award ceremony occurred on Saturday nights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Razzies. Uh, the film Hillary's America won the most awards for the night at the Razzies to be the absolute worst, the worst film of 2016. See, uh, of course Hillary would win. That's the fake Oscars. <laughs> 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 the alternative Oscars. Nah, stay oh with the fake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, where did Batman v Superman fare, you ask? It won worst screenplay, worst supporting actor, and worst couple slash ensemble. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the best thing was when Wonder Woman comes in and the music goes on. It's like, ah! And you still don't get nothing. <laughs> Aquaman 30-second shot. That was the best part of that movie. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right, we, Apple Huff and yeah, stuff. We we're gonna leave it alone. Uh, oh, so it was basically like Aquaman showed up and then sploosh. I didn't think you got thirty seconds. <laughs> she yeah. said, "Yep." Yeah. I think of when I saw Aquaman in that movie is why the hell? Why the heck is Cal Drogo suddenly here? Oh, God. <laughs> it was actually it was actually ten seconds. Yeah, but Puff and stuff 
slowed the movie down so that it went into do you actually own a copy of that movie? No, she has a she she owns a copy of that shot. Yeah. Oh, of that shot, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we did own a copy of the movie. We had to hang up on you right now. You can never come yeah. back. Uh, anyway, uh, meanwhile, Mel Gibson scored the Redeemer Award for Axel Ridge. So, if you were curious about that, Redeeming uh, what? <laughs> actor and sci-fi icon Bill Paxton has passed away. Uh, Paxton died unexpectedly from complications during open heart surgery. Uh, he was 61 at the time of his passing and then survived by his wife and his two children. First guy to ever get killed by the Terminator. No, Terminator. Uh, yeah, Terminator, Aliens, and what was it? What was his third one? He got killed by the Predator as well. Predator. And he was on Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, he got killed by... Uh, wow, J.D. calling out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big Less. Pass, big pass. Less. Uh, yeah, that also, was sad though. That was he. He definitely, he definitely is a uh, sci-fi uh, icon. Yeah. He, he'd definitely be missed. I'm sure he had more roles oh. that. Uh, yeah. that well, what, is, what is his new TV show going to do? Because he was doing Training Day, the TV show. Uh, well, yeah, oh, Training nice. Day. No, well, he already shot. He already shot the first season. So well, th- there wasn't going to be a second because the ratings kind of weren't there. He did the ten episodes for the first yeah. season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing yeah, well, always. Which I'm gonna try to watch. And what uh, I'm going also, to watch. Also, Neil Fingleton. Uh, if if you don't know who he is, he played the giant Mag the Mighty in Game of Thrones. Uh, he passed away as well. Oh, the guy, the, oh. the guy, the guy who broke down that. Uh, the, oh. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy. Oh, that guy was cool. Oh, yeah, that was... uh, Fing- Fingleton, who was also UK's tallest man at seven foot seven, uh, passed away over oh. the weekend due to heart failure. He was thirty six years old. Oh, so yeah, that's terrible. Seven uh, seven. I, 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 well, yeah, they I would... said it was because of his his height and his height, uh, yeah. well, the yeah, giant of course. Yeah. disease. Yeah, right. So I was just watch- I've been rewatching. Well, I mean, I'm finally catching up on Game of Thrones, and I just watched episode two of uh, season six. Uh, or, and um, um, the giant does something really cool in that episode. Yeah, yeah, no, it, he does. Right. Um, Rob Liefeld is celebrating the 25th anniversary of one of the, oh, of stop the talking. original original image titles with a revamped version. Oh yes, God, Rob really? Liefeld felt it was necessary to reboot the comic series Young Blood just in time for its quarter centennial. You don't know, know why. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows why. Wasn't Young Blood the the uh, title? No, it wasn't. The Deadpool yeah, was... was introduced. In? No, 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 no. 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 All right, no. yeah. No. Uh, but he's still riding off the back of that. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it basically, it was his answer to uh, the Avengers, more or less. I thought it was like just X Force with like his own rebranding characters. Exactly. Uh, this title will be uh, written by Chad Bowers and drawn by J- uh, Jim Tells, and the title will be released in May. But, so we can buy copies and burn them. But well, like like I'm saying, you got to remember, you got to remember, he did give us Deadpool. No, Louis uh, Simon's a game of Ted Pole. Um, yeah, yeah, Ted, uh, Ted uh, Fred uh, Nassisa. 
gave us Deadpool. But the the introduction of the title, uh, well, not Deadpool himself, when he jumped into uh, Leadfield's comics. Yeah, X Force. I, re- I exactly. have the issue. And that's what I'm saying. So he's, he's, he's riding the he's riding the coattails. Is what I'm trying to say. Did you say the writer of this book was named Jim Toes? No, the new book. The new book is Jim Toes. Yes. <laughs> he actually got a guy named. Why are you saying it like that, Dalek? Because like, he's he doesn't know how to draw feet. So I like yeah. feet. or hands, yeah. <laughs> or anatomy in general. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wow! Yeah, Iron- irony. <laughs> we still love uh, you. Comic, nah. uh, comic writer uh, Tom Taylor will be skipping out on Emerald City Comic Con uh, last minute, as well as no longer booking appearances in the U.S. The Aussie scribe of all new Wolverine and other titles wrote on his Facebook page that he was no longer attending the Seattle convention because he no longer felt traveling side was safe nor welcoming. We, yeah, we don't oh, he's got a point. Hmm? <laughs> so he's wait. Speaking wait. of what, what traveling what? isn't safe besides walking. Well, he's saying because it, basically he went into it's bad enough. I have to travel 15 hours to the U.S. On top of it, he's got to deal with uh, overzealous TSA agents and border crossing agents. So he's like, uh, it's not worth it. Not mad at him. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of unwelcome things, uh, an Oklahoma school library has pulled a critically acclaimed graphic novel off the shelves. That one's for Mutsky. A parent of an Oklahoma middle school student complained of the content of the title Stuck in the Middle, which was lauded by the New York Times and Publishers Weekly, and the school responded by pulling the title off the shelves. Wow, you know, I, what, what, did started, they, what they have in it? It's something stuck in the middle. It's it's basically a collection of stories from different writers and and artists that uh, explain how they you know handled growing up in, as a teenager, basically. You know, when you started that, I was expecting to think, oh wow, they just made mouse again. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's about. It's about things that these artists and, and writers did to, well, as they were growing up and going, you know, telling their stories and, st- and stuff like Was that. Was there so. something inappropriate in it? Yeah, uh, language and, yeah. It was mostly language, Hopefully. but they, <laughs> they, they did say there was sexual it, it, drug stuff in there as well. I'm like, really? After six, sexual drugs? You know, sexual <laughs> drugs. I, I, <laughs> I've only heard of the title. Like Viagra? Viagra (laughs) Back then, yes. Sexual content and drug content. Uh, The school has gone on the record to say that they were reviewing the title. However, we ultimately know how this will will turn out. Yeah. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. I want to see five five or ten nerdy parents protest and put the graphic novel back in the school. (laughs) <laughs> I love graphic novels. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so, you'll get that in Oklahoma. Yeah, really. Oklahoma. <laughs> and I well, think we can. I think there's some nerds in Oklahoma. They just, you know, there's not enough of them. <laughs> I don't think there's enough yeah, of them to care, them. though. So unfortunately, no, no, I, mean, I want them to say to care. They care. <laughs> they care. There's just not enough of them to go against the knuckleheads. Exactly. 
some other quick news after a couple weeks of going back and forth Matt Reeves is officially the director of the Batman solo film yeah what (laughs) meanwhile the director of the Lego Batman movie will be helming a newly announced Nightwing film Yay. And Legos? Okay, Legos? No, Legos, because no, no, you know regular. Apple, Apple puppet stuff want Legos. Legos. You gotta get no, Legos. You're asking the wrong person on this one. That's the only way we're gonna get a good DC movie. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. They gotta put it together piece by piece. If he was a Lego, how would they showcase his butt? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. all right. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Uh, Drew. <laughs> Drew Goddard is helping out with the script for Deadpool 2 as a consultant. So now you have four writers on that project. It needs uh, it. Uh, Patrick Stewart announced uh, over a weekend that Logan will be the last time he ever plays Charles Xavier in an X-Men film. <laughs> You're <laughs> lying. It kind of makes sense because it is technically the last X-Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like maybe it's like you know Disney said they can hire him back, but yeah. No, Disney is gonna Disney is gonna dig, digitize him and he's gonna come back. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez has. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, joined the Academy Award winner Marshal Ali as another well-known actor to join the Battle Angel film. <laughs> Yes, that's still going on, Dalek. It's never coming out. <laughs> I mean, who is interested in this? A, fa- a movie that's been in development hell for a year based off a manga nobody cares about and an OVA nobody cares about. It's like 20 years too late. I actually still like it, though. I don't want to see Please. what they're going to destroy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I mean, it's uh, well, it, it, when, when they were working on it, it's fine. But now there's so many more stories. We got what, like there. five Avatar sequels and that's like, you know, five well, Avatar Well, no, again, but again, it's not oh. him who's directing, he's only producing it. It's uh, Robert Rodriguez who's directing It doesn't Battle, the even Battle. matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, speaking, of, uh, speaking, of yeah. Avatar, speaking of Avatar sequels, did anybody see that like, that, that really the, the, the uh, during the Oscars they had the Avatar Land uh, Disney th- commercial Yes, like, and no one's. Know, yes, and still no one cares. Anyway, moving still, on. No, 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 no. It's like the, I never get freaked out by the damn animatronic uh, CCH powder at the end. Yes, I did. I did see it. Yes, still no one cares. Moving on. Exactly. Vera Farmiga <laughs> will be Eleven's mom in the Godzilla sequel, playing Millie Millie Bobby Brown's parental unit. So. Anyway, wait, Godzilla's a sequel to Stranger Things. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, CBS has delayed the uh, the series Star Trek Discovery again, again uh, oh, to late wow. summer or the fall. Yeah, <laughs> wonder why. It's it's gonna air on TNT now. I think we can. We know it. You know it. Uh, nah, that one's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, CW Seeds Vixen series will be released on Blu-ray as a film collection. So it'll be like a a film, an animated film. Ooh. Keep going. So okay, so fifteen minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, basically, both season will be on the uh, on the film and whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Warner Brothers will be releasing the entire animated series Static Shock on DVD on March twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, you need to be doing that and rebuilding it and making it a better show and giving it back to us. Yeah, oh, you sorry. know that's not happening. <laughs> did I say that? Uh, yeah, you did say that out loud. 
Marvel is jumping back into the anime medium again by releasing an over the summer uh, releasing a series over the summer based on the manga that launches soon in Japan. So. Uh, Keep trying, Marvel. And and Keep the just went off. Uh, speaking of Marvel, the Inhuman series has cast Anson Mount as King Black Bolt. Yay. He does have the chin, by the way, the the pull mm-hmm. of Black Bolt. Yeah, that's probably why they did it. Yeah. Well, that's all we can show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will chin you. Okay. Keep going. Unfortunately, he had to show, show, shave off his epic beard, but in, you know he still has the chin to support. Jamie Chung will be will be playing Blink in the X Men series pilot, while Stephen Moyer will be the lead actor. Don't close your eyes. Exactly. Har har. Uh, sci Fi has liquidated Incorporated after one season. Oh no! Big surprise. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it sucks. And oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's not, it was done. She said it. No, sucked. I thought she had something to say. <laughs> she did. No, it was just it. I, it I did. thought that it sucked. I thought the, I thought the TV girl had something to say. She definitely did. <laughs> uh, and the television adaptation of America Gods will premiere on April thirtieth. Wow, that's actually after Mister Science Fiction thousand. And I found out that they're airing it on on Amazon Prime up here, so <laughs> I get it. I get lots of. And finally, <laughs> a boy saves himself from a bee attack by channeling Vegeta. Oh God! <laughs> oh my Abraham. goodness! I, explain. The 11 year old Phoenix boy was shooting a BB gun at an old rusted car that was on his property when the hive of when the hive of bees that were living inside of it swarmed him. Uh, the boy was stung over 400 times, but he survived the attack by doing the same full force power up a move as his favorite Dragon Ball Z character, Vegeta. Uh, the boy is now recovering from the attack in in the hospital. And he thinks of himself as Vegeta now. Uh, so now, so, so now he's gonna like dress everybody as Kakarot. <laughs> yo, I'll tell you the truth. I'm uh, yo. I stand one. I give mad respect to bees. You attack, they hive. They come after you. I I, I respect that. Who tank killer bees? Okay, anyway, <laughs> good movie. <laughs> Anyway, for more news and commentary from the Nerdy Venoms, check us out on Twitter at 5 Nerdy Venoms. Start our Facebook page, facebook.com slash 5 Nerdy Venoms. Again, at 5 ve Nerdy Venoms. Now is your news for this Tuesday evening. Okay, guys. River City Ransom Underground is in my Steam shopping cart. Yay or nay? Yay. Nay, yay. Silence, you. Okay. <laughs> I can whip. I can nay, nay. Stop it! Stop! Stop now! Oh man! Horrible! Horrible! God! All right! All right! So, so, uh, review time. Get out! Get out! Okay. okay. Bye. Oh, bye. I'm leaving now. Show's over. Have fun doing the show by yourself. Officially, all t- this is officially a tall talk show. Officially that. Now, first of first of all, first of all, Teal's comedy goes right into the title because there's been for years there's been comedy about the difference between white people and black people reacting to 
say a poltergeist telling everybody to get out. That that's one of Eddie. I think it's Eddie Murphy or or Martin Lawrence is one of them that would talk about if a if 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 you watch a horror movie and you hear the uh, you hear the ghost say get out. White family's like, oh, we got to investigate. <laughs> and if you hear some black families in there, they say, get out. And they say, honey, where's the bags? We just moved in, but we're moving out. <laughs> you know? So there's always been a joke, and that's what I think Peel um, put into that title, that there's always been a joke of the black guy telling, to, you know, you know, a black person listening, if he, if he saw a ghost, he had sense to get out. In this instance, um... Uh, Chris was the character's name played by um, uh, uh, Kuyana. uh, What's his name? (laughs) Oh, uh, I'm being quarantined by you trying to pronounce his name. (laughs) I forgot his. I'm going from memory. I can't even look it up. Uh, um, Daniel Kuyula. Yeah. Huh? Daniel Kuyula. Wow, that was the a YA bastardization. It's Kaluuya. Good luck. It's like Kaluuya. Kaluuya, that's it. Kaluuya. Kaluuya. I said it right. It's like Kaluuya, but yes. with a Y. <laughs> yeah. Kaluuya. Drinking game. So, um... No, that's the, that's the, that's the join the drugs right now on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so for you guys that don't know, um, uh, Kaluuya plays Chris, and um, I think it's Alice Wilson or something like that plays uh, plays um, Rose, <laughs> and they're supposed to be a couple. They're in love. They're interracial couple, and Chris is black, and he's going to Rose's family, which is completely white, you know, country in the country and they're well-to-do and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Chris's friend is trying to tell him, like, yo, you better watch out. You'd be going up in white neighborhoods. You don't know what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And Chris is like, stop stop joking around, you know, and just don't see a family and whatever. And Chris knows. He, he asks, um, he asks uh, Rose, did you tell him I was black? Because Chris knows that there's going to be some thoughts about it, you know, about him being black or whatever, especially for her uh, saying that, um, uh, telling him that she's the first black guy that she had dated. So he's expecting some, you know, some interesting, if, if not uncomfortable moments visiting the family. And yeah, they were a little, you know, they, they were a little, uh, you know, over nice or over whatever. You, <laughs> Too you know, black. Reacting to him being black, you know, when trying not to react to it. But um, that wasn't all of it. Chris starts to see like weird stuff. He starts to see a few black people that are there acting weird, and he starts to see white people. The white people there were so nice, but they were, you know, they were acting kind of strange and stuff. So. Um, that's where that that's where the movie sets up, and then things. It's a horror movie, so things actually get worse. Not going to spoil the um, the the plot just yet, 
but it definitely <laughs> um, it definitely gets uh, worse for Chris. Um, I'm gonna go around between uh, Toby and uh, Apple Puff. What what uh, nerdity? What did you think of uh, the movie? Like, what did you think of the the acting and how Peel had written it and directed and all that? Um. Because me, I'm not a horror fan or anything, so for me, it was definitely different, and I like that. Like, we can really have, like, a new genre of horror that's about, like, realistic psychological traumas. Right. So, yeah. Um, I wish they had, like, stronger black ladies in the movie, but that's okay. Because it leaves it open for a much-needed discussion. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I was freaked out from the first jump scare onwards. Oh, you were freaked out? Were you freaked out by the uh, couple that was the uh, hired help? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can like, that was just, wow. No spoilers, but, uh, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Toby, what do you like say? You meet black people like that, but like you can tell oh, that was some. Um, that was so creepy. Okay. That was so creepy. That's funny. That's funny. Toby, what do you <laughs> think? What do you think of the? Uh, what do you think of the fact that the the story was <laughs> the story was about the fear. Well, at least a setup. The story was about the fear of a black guy visiting a white, uh, you know, his girlfriend's uh, white family. Well, what did you think of the setup? I mean, I like it. I, going back what um what Afropuff said, you know, stronger, you know, black female. I don't think this was the story for it. It it's definitely stories for that, but this setup on this. Was it, it? It. I'm telling you, this horror film hits certain people on certain different levels. It's just like it. it, it it's crazy. So yeah, me and a brother <laughs> saying, mm, I might go this way, and then you want to turn that into a horror film? That and and, and that's what I think. Um. Uh. Hills, like comedian side came out it was just like right. yo let's make this funny and talk to you brothers real quick so but um yeah if you want to move on but that that's what I think made me laugh at the movie itself it's not a movie to laugh yeah. at it's a horror film right, yeah. <laughs> right. get it right but well, it could be so it could be considered as a black comedy as well. Nah, nah. Not, not a black comedy literally, but I'm just saying it's a black comedy in terms of dark humor. Right, dark humor, but it wasn't exactly. it wasn't dialect because it's be, not. because here's the thing. The 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 idea of it could be dark humor, but the movie itself, um the interesting thing is that Peel uh I said it in my YouTube review. Peel dealt directly with race and with how, you know, a black person can, um, you know, suffer but kind of brush off. Yeah. 
the little microaggressions that may come from dealing with a, 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 a group of white people that aren't used to having black people around and that aren't used to cultural things and, and subtleties of what could be um, uh, insulting and what may not be insulting. And that was fine. He was ready for that. What he wasn't ready for was the diabolical craziness that the, that the family was about to was about to get into, which turned um, it into the horror film. That's, that's right. Which, that's turned, what, which completely turned it from from suspense to thriller to horror. And that's right? that and, right and, there. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that right mm-hmm. there is what I think I actually enjoyed about this is that it was the steps that he took when he did it. Right. You know, it was like right. step by step, and you're like, wait. And at the same time, if people know him, it's like, oh, I'm waiting for the comedy. But it was like right. step by step <laughs> by step to the point and, you and were just that, like, yo, I'm I'm kind of freaked out right now. <laughs> and, and right, and as far as far as uh, Kaluuya's character, there was no room for comedy at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like 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 even the um, even the dumb comments that some because Kalua, uh, 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 the character Chris, you know, he's there with the girlfriend, he's there with Rose, and the family's having like this big get together the next day or whatever, and Chris is not ready for. And he, I mean, he said he was ready, but he just wasn't ready for some of the ignorant comments that was coming or, or the ignorant actions that was coming from some of the guests, you know, you know what the, <laughs> I mean, one guy talking about Tiger Woods being his favorite player, uh, a woman coming me? up and I want to go back on that. You know, <laughs> a woman coming up and squeezing his muscles. Um, you know, everybody looking at him. Hey, Chris, come over here and talk with you. You know, what do you think about the condition of the African American in modern times? You know, what what the hell are you talking? What? <laughs> and then on top of that, meeting a brother over there, and, and and the brothers the brothers like Mr. You know, Mr. Oxford. Oh, hello, Chris. How are you? How you? You know that type of thing. But then, not to say that brothers can't be that, but he didn't look like that. He looked like a zombie. That was polished in a you know English uh, shoe store, you know. <laughs> and and Geek Soul Brother, don't get it twisted. It was like like I said, the buildup was really nice because it was like, right. It went b- before that. It was him chilling with the family. That's just like, yo, we're all good and we're all cool. And this is like, good. you yeah, know, before good. the party. And oh, th- th- his girlfriend was just like, oh my god, the party. Um, I'm so sorry I brought you out here to the party because the party's the bad part because right. my family's the good right. part and and they're white and they like you and everything it's fine it's right fine. oh my god <laughs> and part of the 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 real part of the horror wasn't that Chris was in the middle of a secret clan family that was gonna you know try and hang him or you, you know Chris Boyle it wasn't that the 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 horror the horror was um uh the the, the fascination 
with black, black people, with blackness, the fascination with people of African descent, you know, fascination, fascination to the point of, of, you know, it turning into a horror movie. That's where Jordan Peele kind of turned the whole thing on the head because you, you thought at first it could be like, oh, they're just secret, you, you know, neo-Nazi, whatever, craziness. And it's like, no, there's something even worse going on, you know? And <laughs> they're then, crazy. And then to find the reveal of, 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 of the real the horror. It's like, oh, yeah, that's horror. That's horror right there. Yep. <laughs> Not, yeah. and then that's the funny part of it that's dark comedy that's what that's what I was looking for that's what I knew he well, would give to comedy, it but, no, but that's, that's what I knew he right, would give so. to it is that 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 ability to twist it like I'm just I was just like yo yeah and and even when you get the twist I, I had a laugh because I knew who was writing it <laughs> dude <laughs> this is hilarious yeah it's, it, it's satire. Yes, basically. I, 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 it, it's almost satire. The the movie itself isn't satirical, but the idea of having the audience think that it was going to be one thing and it's actually another is actually oh. polar opposite. But both things lead to, you know, a horrific, possible horrific ending. That was a satirical part. That was satire. He, but but you can't say that it was presented. In a comedic way, the only no, comedy it wasn't. that was it in wasn't. there was Chris's boy, was Chris's friend that kept telling them that they were. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was. It it, 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 it. He took it honestly. If you look at a, a stand-up comedian way of doing it, it's the opening joke, uh, me, middle joke, and last joke, and that's exactly huh. how he did it. The first joke, yeah, but come I'm on, y'all know it. Funny. It was no, funny. That, that's what I'm saying. It it, the it first joking, but that's no. what I'm saying. The first thing was to set you up with a joke. If you remember the movie, it was a joke, and then yep. it gets serious. He's straight through middle. Right. It was a joke, and then you yep. straight stuck. And at the end, he let, it, it ended with a joke. Like he yep. set it up like a comedian sets it right. up, but it was a series. That's what, that's another reason why I really like this this freaking movie. I'm going to see it again. But and, that was the only comedy. My point yeah. being, yeah, there was true. nothing funny, nothing comedic about Chris's situation Mm-mm. at the house. Movie, the only basically. comedy there was was coming from his friend. Yeah, huh. but that's what I'm saying. For it, the it, audience, for but, the audience's point of view. Yeah, true that. Yeah. I'm, I'm right. sorry. I'm looking like, at it as like, a comedian writing. Like I, I, I saw. <laughs> I was just like, dude. You, yeah, you. no, that's fine. But I didn't want. I didn't want Dalek and and anybody in the audience to think that because Peel's a comedian, he slid. You know, even even. Uh, uh, the comedy of satire oh, into nah, Chris's situation. Nah, there nah, was none of that in nah. there. He the kept it correct. Was in the, the satire was in the uh, in the idea that the audience may have thought it was one situation, but was actually another. Exactly. You know? Which and, was and, another... and the satirical thing is that it wasn't it, it wasn't hate, but it was like fascination. That was the thing about you, you know this 
this situation. So, which is um, another thing that makes it a good film. I mean, yo, <laughs> yeah. I almost don't want to. I don't. I don't want to spoil it if uh, nobody here, because I. Because them dogs going to see it. You know what? We're not going to spoil it. Okay, We're not next week spoil we'll spoil it. A non-spoiler? Really? On hey, here? I'm good with that. I kind of want to be surprised. Dude, you have no yeah. choice. <laughs> no, like, yeah, I've Johnson avoided the reveal. It, like, all those stupid re- like, everybody wants to spoil the reveal in the review, so I've been avoiding those. So. All right. We'll spoil it again next week. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, we can, right, we can, right, we can right. get we'll into Logan and then we can talk about, talk yeah, about why. We, we can talk about why uh, Peel flipped the whole idea on this head of, of, you know, the black guy with the white family. Or why, was the, why, why it worked. Why it worked. Yeah. Why it worked, right. We, yeah. we can flip it on to head as to why it worked. And I, I haven't even done on YouTube, I, I'd love to do a discussion. Uh, same thing. Why? Why this movie works so well? Now, did it deserve a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes? I, I you know, Listen, it was different. It was, it was different. I don't know if I personally would give it a hundred, um, be, because we've seen the we we've seen the um, we've seen the uh, kind of like the fish out of water horror film where somebody goes to. Somewhere and they find out it's not what they thought. That's, that's, See, that's a I have lot to... of horror, John. Geek, I mean, frick, geek, the lottery did that years ago. Well, geek so brother. The lottery, <laughs> Wicker Man. I, I said this was kind of felt like the Wicker Man a little bit. Well, geek so brother, you know what? Even you know what it is. Hold on, Tom. Even uh, even uh, Curse of Wellness, uh, Cure for Wellness, did pretty much the same thing. <laughs> you can't I bring think you were right the first time. <laughs> Huh? I think you were right the first time. The curse for wellness. The <laughs> curse for well- yeah, right. The curse for wellness. Uh, e- even that did the same thing where you know somebody goes in expecting one thing and it's another. Uh, we we've seen that you know, and that's fine. You know, okay. um, uh, it's the execution that was so unique, and and like we said, the flipping things overhead over race. You know, peel dealing with race and stuff. What were you gonna say, Toby? Nah, I just wanted. To, well, me and you watching it. Come on. It, it, well, you just finished with that. But my thing is, it was the execution, and I mean literally yeah. at the end, the yeah. way it was done and finished, and it was like, yo, this is finished. Like there was no gameplay. You know how the yeah. movies go. <laughs> you know how they go, but no. Once yeah. things was opened up, people was like, "We have to finish this." It was strong. It, it was some strong elements in there, and we don't sure. get you don't get that. The final act was really hard. Was really a uh, uh, strong um, storytelling, and I think that's yeah. what I think that's, that's what's pushing it over it. Because it got people like me into the horror genre, and if we keep having horror movies like Get Out. I'll probably become like a horror film for that category. Yeah, because so it's, it's, it's. I think it, it deserves it. Exactly. Like I kind of want the nerd. I, I, I want the nerdity if because there are, like I said, there are horror films out there that have the same pattern, you know, the same structure. But it's, it's just been not so the same long. execution. It's not the same situation. 
but it's the same structure of of what Get Out was. I, I'm wondering if there are other films like that that would uh, that would uh, do the same thing for you, or or was this film so strong because it it, it was dealing with racial issues and stuff, and and you, you know us, us being a nah, people of color. I don't think it will. Yeah. The, the colored death. That's definitely yeah. I'm saying for nerdity though. <laughs> yeah, it was for everybody. Listen, listen. For you don't have to be black, white, whatever. You don't have to be anybody. You you just have to be a human being and empathize with Chris. But <laughs> see, that's another thing. But you have to in, empathize with okay. with Chris. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do it. But uh, I'm sorry, everybody out there. You gotta remember. Chris is a black man. It does help. <laughs> Chris it is does, a black man. Know, it does help to have the point of view of a black person, particularly black. Not not even particularly black man, but black person. It does help in that in that you completely connect to Chris in that way. But you can also um, what do you call it? What do you call it? When if you're not a black man, a black woman. You can empathize with Chris because you know that he's in a situation. You're using you know? the word. I, I, you're using I, the word empathy. I saw an NFL player that was mixed, and they were still clapping at the end. Like people stood up and clapped. It, yeah, and that's my thing. So you, you, and it was a mix, and the whole theater was packed. Like this is spreading. Like I yeah. had to sit on the side, and I never had yeah. to sit on the side before. Like there was like no seat because I can't Wait. get during the trailers. <laughs> Today, and this is what my do you thing. Guys think about the uh, what do you guys think about the accusations from certain people that it's racist? Uh, <laughs> see, that's what cracks me up. See, and this is what I'm talking. This is what I'm talking about. The em- empathy. Like, do you like, not see who the fake president is? Like, thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Are these people uh, supporters of the snowflake in chief? Like real, you know, yo, I'm a, I'm a, yo, I want to go back to the ending real quick because the ending, dude, mm-hmm. the ending is like one of those endings where it's just like, oh, yes, fucked again. Yes, I, I yes, I said the f word. It's like, oh. Yo, we got it again, and mm-hmm. and if you keep going through the movie, it's just like, wait, am I? So it's it's like it's it, it, yo, it, it's it's empathy. Is it just people just need to understand? Yeah, it's not just you. <laughs> it's like, I think if you call this film racist, that's like calling yourself racist. <laughs> Uh, misogynist. <laughs> uh, uh, I, how did you go? You know, you, dude, that's you know what? That's yeah, yeah. That that's tight. And nobody called split. Nobody called split a misogynist movie. Yo, you know, me, you talked about film. that. It was a horror film, right? Because it was white people. It, it was beside. It was, it was beyond that. But it was a man. It was a man dealing with four women, if you count. Yep. Young, right? Young, right? And 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 nobody called Split misogynist. I I didn't even hear feminists say that Split was you know a misogynist film or anything like that. 
and no, I yet, just heard. young women at uh, that. I want to say that again. You, you just heard what, nerd? No, the only issue that came up was like ableism and like sexism, but that was it. Like everyone else didn't really have too much of a problem with it. Wow. Echo. Wow. Lord Darla got upset and he's about to say something. But that was that that wasn't me. <laughs> oh my god. It came from you. No, it wasn't. I heard that. <laughs> hey, everybody yells me out. It, it was it, it was that cop and get out. <laughs> Wait, which one? Was, anyway, the good one yeah. or the bad one? If, if, if you if you go and call this racist, if you go and call this racist, just because it was a bunch of white people that were, you know, Doing you know, part of the antagonist group, then. I don't know what to tell you because it was a horror movie. Like that was the point of the hunt. It was based on race, and it was a horror movie. So I don't know what. To, Which cracks I don't know what me else up. Was Still, it, it was like it, it, it was a group of people. <laughs> yeah, it was a group, a group like they people. knew they That's, had this party you know, all the time. A group of people, you know. So it's like yeah, exactly. So come on. I don't know. All right. We'll we'll save it. What what do you give it, Toby? A five after? Man, I'm actually I'm, I'm gonna give it a four. I, I, I want to give it more, but I, I'll do that after I see it again. I'll probably give it a four or five. Yeah, I'm giving it a four or five. It's a four or five, people, because <laughs> I'm going to see it again. Yeah, I think so. I keep going up. At first, I think I was giving it a three seven five. Wow. And then I was giving it a four. No, I was giving it a three seven five because, like I said, it was it, it, it. We've seen this setup before, you know. We've seen this uh, story structure before, but then I kept thinking about how Peel uh, delicately, delicately um, handled, you know, these avenues of race and, and and how people see people, at least in theory, how people see people, and, and also in fact, you know, and also through experiences that we've experienced. And yeah. I, I want to give and, it. Um, huh? Oh, I just I, I want to give it to to his eye, like I mean, just part by part the way it was put together, right. separate. I mean, even it's like he separated parts. Not going to take it too long. Put it together into a continuous. A man, yeah, four or five. Yeah, four or five. What are you giving, Nerdy? I'm going to give it a solid five. Because, like, well, I haven't seen anything like this since, like, Would You Rather? Or, um, I forgot oh, the other Oh, you watch one. Would You Rather? Yeah. So, would you yeah. rather watch anything else than Would You Rather? <laughs> nope. She's, <laughs> she's on this. Uh, so, yeah, That's I'll give fine. it a solid five. Because, like, like I said, it's different. It opens up new possibilities for horror. Like, I would like yeah. to see a female version of this. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that would like... be interesting. So, yeah. uh... and, and we do need more sisters. Uh, uh, oh, that would be that crazy. Would be... A part two? That and there's a chick? Yeah. Right. Like, it would be the only problem is just... Like you could... The only problem with that is, 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 is that it's the thing with the horror genre is 
you see the repeat over and over again mm -hmm. and this like you said was a, a unique thing so yeah the, the situation the situation and the uh the 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 idea of it the concept was unique the the, yeah. the structure of it was standard but the um I mean, the concept, where are you going to go beyond the standard Jordan said today Jordan Peele said today that he wants to do more horror films based on social horror uh, situations. So we're, we might get, you know, we might get a sister out there that's in some crazy mess. Maybe it'll be, I don't know, maybe it'll be uh, uh, robots this time or something like that. Maybe it'll be <laughs> separate wives, you See? know, black person, separate wives of Atlanta. You know, something yeah, like no. that. Oh, they got me a lot. Exactly. They could always just do, like, you know, a remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So what that, rating do you give it? Feet, but he, he would flip it. Huh? What do you say, JD? What rating do you give it? Five. For me? Yes, from yeah, you. Puffin' Sub gives it five. Uh -huh. I give it, um... <laughs> Damn, I give it. You know what? I may have to go with Toby and just give it a, a you know, four point five. Just give it a four point five. Yeah, it's at least as good as Split. It's <laughs> oh, at wow. least as good as Split. And I'll tell you the truth. I think like I like it. Yeah, I think I actually like it more than Split. It, it, I'm gonna it's give a this bit. a five. This is a solid five for Shadow Scout. So. Wow! Ooh, Ooh. snuck in Ooh. like she do what she do. Shadow, what, why are you giving it a five? Because it deserves it. I mean, yeah, why? Wow, enough said. When I saw this film, I was like, oh my god! I was getting the feels of Kubrick, of Hitchcock of Sterling, and Peel's own perspective. I mean, yeah. just the layers. Yes. Uh, you know, personally, his vision, it was so on point. And I got to give credit because those <clears throat> actors, especially especially the, the actors who went through some things, they were really acting. Because if you think about it, they were doing two roles. Um, and that was brilliant, just how that came across on screen. Um, Shout casting out. was amazing. Shout out to Lakeith. Uh, uh, I think Lakeith is his name. Yeah. Who also stars in Atlanta. Yes. As, as the uh, genius, uh, you know, weed, sm weed smoking uh, <laughs> brother that's part of, part of Glover's team. And he also he blasted Armand. And he also blasted Armand White on Twitter for. Uh, Call for uh, giving a film a negative review. Well, that's denying one hundred percent. Incredible. Yeah, you should totally watch. You, you should totally watch the episode of Black Mirror. He was in. If you haven't done that already, Mr. President. Oh, he he played Black Mirror too. Yeah, he was. A, he was like the second episode. He was the the one where uh, the entire world is governed by people who have ride around on. Um, uh, exercise machines and either have nothing to strive oh, for or appear in like yeah, really bad yeah. reality shows. Yeah, yeah. And he wins at the end. Yeah. He loses at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we saw it. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he told the, yeah, Shadow, you're right. 
you're right. A lot of a, a, a lot of the actors were playing like these double roles or double uh, personalities or something like that. Yeah, which which almost got yeah. me because I almost hated the acting in, in the beginning. To be honest, but yo, I, I'll tell you the truth. When when he dropped that tear and went into the dark place. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah, I was like, "Wait, where yeah. is this gonna go? How good of an actor yeah. are you gonna be?" And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." It escalated. <laughs> it escalated so it quick. Definitely stepped <laughs> up. It was like yeah, moment right. after <laughs> moment after that was another. Good oh, that's horrible. Oh, goodness, that was horrible. Anyway, got the rating. That's cool. We'll uh, we'll discuss it next week after more of us see it. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the movie's doing four million dollars. Yeah, turns hey, into hey. thirty-three million. It's so, speaking. It's speaking. Not bad, Hall. Yeah. People listen. This is the year of Blumhouse, man. Yeah, get it done. Well, it's Blumhouse, on Blumhouse is doing insane. Yeah, Blumhouse is doing like eighty percent success right now. You know, they they have a few. They have a few zingers, but for the most part, I think they know what they're doing. They take yeah. a little movie and they just they just run with it. Same yeah. thing with Split. Same thing with some of these others. They, they, they the own, first time that they own the record for the all-time high, the biggest profit to budget ratio ever. What for Paranormal Activity? Yeah, it was like what well, like one million times its own budget. Wow, I thought Blair Witch yeah. did it better. No, but, no, it's pretty much everything. Huh. Yeah. No, they're, 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 they have the formula. They they yeah. have a pretty good formula. It's not 100%, but it's huh. pretty good. I mean, they make a profit basically on every movie, even if it doesn't really become a critical or, a, you know, box office smash. And they, I mean, yeah. right. not Hollywood. <laughs> they know, they know to grab the right people. It's like, come on. I'm look. So I am looking at uh, percentage points. Twenty most twenty most profitable movies of all time. Number one, paranormal for paranormal activity. activity. Budget budget fifteen thousand. Revenue one hundred ninety three million. That is a yep. increase of sixty four six hundred forty five thousand eight hundred one point five one percent. God damn. Yeah, I mean, look at. I mean, if you pull up Bloomhouse Productions' uh, slate in terms of franchise. Holy crap! I mean, 131 yeah. million for Split, 107 for Paranormal Activity. I mean, they have a yeah. smart formula. I mean, we may not agree Insidious. with every movie they put out, but god dang, when they actually get a winner, they get Insidious. a winner. Even, even um, I told you guys, even uh, even uh, uh, Ouija, that last Ouija movie was yeah. actually yeah. good. It, it was made a bit of a 50 pop. million. Yeah, and nobody saw it, but yeah, it made its money back. But it, so. Joe, still a good movie. It Freaky at the sequel. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah. F Hollywood. Yeah, Bloomhouse has do it. It, it, it. And they said it. They said we only want to do, like, you know, small budget movies, $5 million, something like that. And we know that we can. Um, Put out some good horror movies with that, and boom, here you go. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart formula. I mean, the only thing yeah. that they came out with that was a it was a dog was Gem and the Holograms. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere, and they shouldn't have effed that up. But that brought up um, 
the uh, the prices of the comic books right after that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. true. Everything has silver lining. Yeah, I mean, anyway, this is their, this is their, this is their bottom five. Just to finish off, the, Gemini Holograms was last. Incarnate was before that. The Darkness, Whiplash, yeah, and darkness Dark Skies. Horrible. Yeah. Wait, so different Whiplash though, right? Uh, the one that came out in 2014. Yeah. No, it's the same Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, Whiplash, the, the, the Oscars contender? Yeah. Wow. Well, well did it was an Oscars million. contender. They never make money. Yeah. So, that's expected. Anyway, let's move on. Um... Real quick, anybody got any TV talk? I've been catching up to Grimm. I had no idea that uh, Captain Renault was uh, uh, trying to kill Nick. Yeah, that Grimm. was that I mean, guy. Hasn't weird. he been evil for like the entire series? No, he sort of no, like not at all. No, no. I always thought he was. I like it seemed he like was he was a bad not. guy when I was watching. Watching in season two. He was evil the first season, and then he wasn't evil the second season, third or fourth, and this yeah. is the sixth or fifth. Yeah. yeah. He got a taste of power. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how that goes. Power corrupts. And then and now he's not evil anymore, technically. What? What happened? He's not evil anymore. Not evil anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, you know, I'm tired of being evil today. <laughs> Oh, no. I think no, he's pulling a Buffy the Vampire Slayer basically with that whole mess. Rage. No, Rage basically, sweat. yeah, I mean, no, it's basically like four episodes, like two or three episodes in, they basically killed that whole storyline of him being evil and part of Black Claw, so. Huh. Right. What? All right, there you go. Um. So, did has they been watching Planet Earth 2 or just me? I need to. I saw, what? like, the first, ep- like, I saw part of the first episode and I've just what, forgotten. What show is it? Planet Earth Planet, 2. Planet Earth 2. The sequel to Planet oh, no. Earth. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, on top of the other no. nine other sequels that weren't. <laughs> is it good? Is yeah, it's good. It's, it's Planet um, Earth. I mean, it's going to be good. Um, alas, I don't I, I don't have a direct TV receiver to this 4K. This one's was shot in 4K. So, so it, but even in like three-year-old HD, it looks really stunning. Uh, in episode one, they went to Madagascar and uh, shot a bunch of lemurs. Oh, those uh, lemurs! Oh, that'd be yeah. That's what happens yeah. when they get behind on their payments, though. Episode two, they went to yeah. they went into the Himalayas and shot a bunch of snow leopards. Nice. Did they actually cool shoot stuff. the the snow so leopards? So it's like or... like the whole series is them going around shooting stuff then. Yes, yeah, totally like shooting stuff. What kind of they gun did they shooting. use? They I mean, were you shooting like, you know, things that were getting shot. I, I, I'm, not gonna, I, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want There's to see Planet Earth um, 2. I, always, I uh, forgot when it was on, so I'll catch it up when they get like three. It, it's like on three channels at once, you know. They haven't, like, on four channels, actually, they... At the same time, they also, they also have uh, on PBS. They have the Great Civilizations of Africa. Henry Louis Gates is doing a oh, yeah, six-hour yeah. documentary. Oh, wow. 
about ten uh, about ten civilizations in Africa. You, you know, um, the Egyptians and, and right, uh, the Egyptians. It's always the Egyptians. <laughs> yeah, I saw your well, I saw your Egyptians, but it's a lot. You know, it's a lot more that he talks about in uh, different different African civilizations. It's like what's past. left about yeah. the Egyptians to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, I saw yeah, your tweet about that. I saw your tweet about that like a half hour after I started watching When We Rise, and I was like, I want to watch it, but this is so good. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Conflict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was on. Um, yeah, When We Rise was uh, also yeah, I on. Last I week. haven't been able to catch anything. Are we going to, uh, I, you know what? Even with all the controversy with Iron Fist and all of that, I'm definitely nope. going to. Um, I'm definitely going to end up watching it because it's going to be integral to, the defenders. you know, the rest of the. Yeah, you need the rest, rest of the series of defenders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you got to watch but, it so um, you can see uh, Black Girl Nerds live shaded. Yeah, no, that's fine. Listen, listen. I'll I'll blame I'll blame the Asian brothers on Twitter like uh, No Totally and you know and uh, uh, Nerds of Color and stuff for presenting the, you know, the discussion of having a, a, a race bent uh, Iron Fist would have been interesting and stuff. I don't blame, I don't blame Marvel for necessarily going with uh, uh, traditional Iron Fist, just like, I do blame them for choosing that dude does not look like Iron Fist. Like, I have a problem with that. And I do have a problem, which uh, No Totally and them bring up, I do have a problem with the fact that Marvel has yet to really show a a a decent Asian or Asian American hero. But they connected the with front. they connected with Disney. Yep. Huh? I'm yeah, but Disney's saying. been doing okay as far as as far as black heroes, as far as yeah. you, you know, some Spanish characters and but stuff like that. How do you, They've been how, doing how okay. Do you look at a company, Their next though. move should be. I mean, you figure, like, in the next wave. Yeah, in the next wave, but, you know, you can show it in this wave. Yeah. You had had Daredevil, and now you have Iron Fist. Iron Fist, I'm sure, they're going to show the positive Asian, but they had a chance with, um, they had a chance with Doctor Strange, Strange, and they didn't quite do it. They, kind of, they 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 kind of did it with, um, uh, 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 McCall that played, uh, with doctors, with the Cumberbatch and stuff. With but you're using the words. I mean, you're you using the you words. There will chance. be like one at a time. Toby first. Then yeah, one at a time, please. One at a time. I'm sorry. I just want to. I just wanted to say you used the word a chance. A chance. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Why does it got to be a chance? You know, like, come on, let's let's do it. You got enough characters. Let's do it. You know, let's 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 bring out. And if you don't, if you don't have enough characters, which is bull, then you know you can start making up characters. Right. Whatever. I mean, they have you plenty know? of Asian characters. I mean, all of them showed up recently in uh, what is it? The uh, totally awesome Hulk. They had like the whole. They have like a whole team of Asian right. heroes. Right. Like they all got <laughs> together. Say, listen, Hulk happens listen, to be Asian right listen. now, so it's like all the major Asian characters in Marvel got together for a little team up. Listen, we're definitely talking about the movies because Agents of Shield had uh, um, uh, uh, Ming Ya and yeah. the young sister that's half Asian, half half uh, Caucasian. You know, 
Can um, I speak? Yeah, definitely bison. How you doing, bison? We will never, never stop you. I'm well. How are you? Oh, I have a couple things. First, I got to push back on this. Disney's been good with black characters. Please name three. And also, in regards to Asian characters, why does, I mean, there are plenty of Asian novels and media for Disney to pull from. I mean, the sort of um, shoehorn Asians into so many roles seems counterproductive. And it seems almost um, patronizing, to be honest with you. There are plenty of Asian writers. There's plenty of Asian material. The problem is there are no Asians in the room. There are few women in the room. And there are no blacks in the room to green light anything. And people yeah. are tap dancing over crumbs. I mean, come on, man. We better than yeah. that. I no, mean, why I, do you think, I, most, why do you think most Asian actors leave America and go to Asia because their roles and their treated their roles treat them as human? Right. I mean, I mean, Asian men. You think black male in Hollywood is um, stagnant? Try being an Asian actor in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, those who you know last so long. I mean, it, you know. God help them, but most of them go back to Asia where, you know, there's an audience. And that's why I'm criticizing that's why I'm criticizing Marvel because of that. I mean, in regard, I don't want to go, I'm not going to dive too deep in it, but, you know, there are probably Asian listeners who can um, speak on this better than I am. I can't, but America still has a fetish problem when it comes to that. I mean, it it, it, it can't even have male, Asian males as so-called sex, I don't want to say object, that's the wrong term, but sex symbols, same thing with women. That's sure. that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go into, but um, sure. let's not pat Marvel on the back for, you know, doing the least amount of effort on anything. I, you know, I'm going to push, uh, that's why I have to push back on that. I, I still think they have a hell of a long way to go, and I'm not going to give them any kudos for doing the bare minimum. Well, yeah, it's, it's I, not I would, even I would that. Say it's, that. It's, Go ahead, Tom. No, it, it's one. It's just to open up the eyes of. It, we can't keep sitting back. One, I know where you're gonna go with that. Us, we need to step up, whatever. But even those that's up there doing it and still getting our money, it's like, where where does the balance go? Where does like you know the water is too high or is too low? It's like, come on, it's 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 about the time. It, it it is the time to start like listening to us. One, and it's, I'm sorry, it's Bison. He scares me sometimes. Cause he runs in really hard. <laughs> he went to, scares you into stuttering. Yeah, but I, my <laughs> problem is, is <laughs> it's just like it, it's just it, it comes to a point that you you need to just give us room to just go. You know, it, it, we keep talking about we need to step up, which is true, but it, it's. I'm sorry. 
He don't scare me off the mic. <laughs> Yeah, I want to bring up something. Um, a person I follow on Twitter named Nancy Wong Nguyen wrote a book called Real Inequality. It's about mm-hmm. racist Hollywood. It's, it's fairly recent, and it's a fairly short read. Mm-hmm. But I do recommend people to, um, take a look at it. I think not being an African-American, I'm so focused. You know, sometimes you focus on yourself in your subgroup that you ignore. But let's, I'm going to be realistic and geek you with me because we're from the same age group. We laugh at stereotypes of other people growing up. And oh, growing up, yeah. Still and does that now. Good. What are you talking so about? Filled with, no, I'm talking <laughs> about vicious stereotypes. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about those Tom and Jerry cartoons, Abbott and Costello, Kung Fu and all me and and you all know the rest. <clears throat> oh yeah, when you were a kid, yeah, Hong Kong Fu and stuff, yeah. And, <laughs> Don't uh, tell me that. And, yeah. I, and I, I just think we're we're not that far removed from it. But this is my contention. I don't mean to, you know, kill a kill a fly with a hammer, but we have to let people from those groups tell their stories. And in some instances, fight their battles. I cannot speak for Asian Americans. I cannot speak for Indian Americans. I cannot speak for white Americans. Right. And the stories will have to come from that group. Yeah. I'm not going to advocate. I, I'm going to call out bullshit. Right. But they're going to have to kind of advocate for themselves and advocate. And we, we see it on social media, so I'm not going to make it seem like it's a, a, a silent majority or a silent wave. But maybe they know, you know, maybe they have other fights to fight. Maybe the inclusion in television is not the top of their tentpole right now. Right. And it just seems like we are kind of capable. As a community, as a majority, you know, as an Asian majority, maybe you're right. As as far as that, I mean, we've heard different. What do you call it? We've heard different responses, right? People talk about ghost in the shell. Mm. Some Asian people don't care, you know. They're yeah. like, oh, start to answer, whatever, you know. And then some people are like, some Asian people are like, yeah, there should have been a Asian American actress instead of whatever, you know. And and and. The black community, because we've been bit by this for a long time, and we didn't have, just like you mentioned, Bison, that um, some Asian American actors will go back to the Asian countries or whatever and do films because they're accepted. Black Americans didn't have that. So we had to fight to get to mainstream you know, but Asian, the Asian American community also would have to fight to get into the mainstream media. I just want to make sure that Marvel is not being hypocritical in saying, look, we're being diverse, we're being diverse. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Mm. you know. But well, no. that, well, that brings up you an know. interesting point because, you know, on the comics end, there's this talk about them going back to legacy setup where you're going to have the old 
versions of Captain Marvel and uh, you know Iron, you know Tony Stark is Iron Man and, and and stuff like that. So you know, what does that do Wait. to the the concept of diversity that they've built up on the comics ends? Why would they go back to the old version of Captain Marvel? He's been dead for how many years? Yeah, I mean, now? he's yeah. one of the characters that they have never re- truly revived. You it's mean blonde? Been... You mean blonde-haired Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah, yeah Captain Marvel, blonde-haired one who died of cancer and like still has never officially come back. It's always been like you know a clone. Yeah, that or... was a great story. That, or that anything was else. A, that was the first Marvel. Uh... Where someone what died and stayed dead. Yeah, it was a. Just first graphic novel, yeah. Huh? I mean, he died of space first, Basically, first graphic novel. And that yeah. was an awesome story. That was a great oh. story. Yeah. Let me jump in real quick. I want to jump in. Jump like, right in. For me, it's, it's about money. It's about clicks. And we have to start using them appropriately for, you know, groups that are other. And for me, I can't keep supporting nonsense like this. It just feels bad. Because it is bad. Like, I can't keep letting people get away with whitewashing and bleach casting and stuff like that. I respect the, the cultures, the people, and identities that I grew up around way too much. I cannot sit back and say one thing and then, you know, go ahead and watch it, even if it's, like, hate-watching and stuff. I'm just too old and I'm over it. Right. Right. So, like, I can't, like, I'm not giving any kind of credit to Marvel. Like, it took, what, 16 movies before they put a black woman in it. Um, they're hardly using Nick Fury at all. When we all know he should have been in every single one of his movies. Yeah. And it, had he been the white Nick Fury, that probably wouldn't have, you know, that probably would have happened. Oh, so, no. Well, I, I mean, can't. I got to defend that one because, I mean, Fury, even in the comics, has been completely downplayed. I mean. Yeah. For a long time, I mean, Fury comes in with shit. For about shit. the past ten years, right? Yeah, I mean, Fury right, comes in like when stuff friends, is right? like you know to a point where like you know they need someone politically involved or like you know someone to be more dirty than yeah. the superheroes can usually get. Yeah, because like uh, yeah, in the comics now, the, then, the, the like, white Nick Fury. The, the I mean, white, white, yeah. I mean, white Nick Fury was always a cleaner. I mean, he was like the person who got in there with the guns oh, ablazing, yeah. shoot and down. Now, and now, and now, he's the new Watcher. Meanwhile, Black Nick Fury is sort of like on the lamb as of you know. Yeah, he got stuck in like a, a giant conspiracy with Shield. So I mean, oh, there's so shit going down, down, and like he's coming the back. Movies. Yeah, kinda. Well, if you, if you go back to the comments, the problem is people aren't supporting characters of color. If you want to get down right. the yeah. So I mean, uh, books with um, African or black or people of color as lead, you know, characters as leads, barely make it over twenty issues. So at the end of the day, Marvel's gonna say, "Look, look what we tried, and it didn't work out." And well, I, think I mean, what people referring to, they had some sort of retreat, and Marvel saying, "We're going back to." Beaten potatoes characters, but at the end of the day, anybody who's collected comic books over five days know that character one characters don't stay dead, and two, whenever there's a transition, it's to move books, and then eventually they're going to revert back yeah, to whatever. There is always a return I mean, to status quo. I mean, it's just inevitable of at least American comics. Right. I think well, we're going to have to. We're going to have to get as fans. We're going to have to get to these conventions. Get to these board meetings. I mean, I've always advocated that instead of bitching at a diversity panel at a con, 
People yeah. need to buy stock in Disney and go to these damn stockholders meetings, and that's where the decisions are made. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly ball, right. Ball, I mean, you, like, decisions are made with money. I mean, they're not yeah. made with like, you know, voices like you need to actually say, hey, it's like we like these black characters. Let's buy these titles. I mean, no one's buying like, you know, stuff like Moon Girl, which is an amazing title. And it's just yep. horrible Absolutely. that like her title is actually ending. And it's like going to yep. start off with number That's one, true. but like the sales have not been as high as they should be. Writer and creator of Moon Girl. We interviewed them. Yeah, we interviewed them. Oh, is a black person? No. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I give up. <laughs> Let's keep going. Like when you got a Nazi running your company, that's what happens. People don't want to buy your books. My bad. No, no I mean, it's like M. Doll said. Moon Girl is a decent book. You yeah. know, oh, it's, it's a great thing. It it's a fantastic book. And a lot of people was buying it. Black people was buying it. And then they find out that it, it it's a it's a juggle on both sides. You gotta understand. It's like, alright, you give me a black character. Oh my god, I'm going to get it. You get all these black uh, children and everything going out to buy it. And then they find out, wait, is this like written by like you gotta, you gotta put everything into perspective. You can't just say, "Oh, just because it's a black character, he's good, and we're gonna enjoy it." And it just, it's, come on. Yeah, but nobody asked that. No, nobody. See, this, this is where purity of thought comes in versus, you, you know, agenda. Exactly. Right? Nobody asked that of a white character. Like, is, is a white person writing this? And there's. There's several characters that have been written and drawn by, you know, people of color as artists and writers, and nobody's saying, oh, is this char is this white character? I don't yeah. know if this white character is acting right. Are they written by a white person? You know? Well, that's yeah, because we live in a society that we live in. You don't have to ask that. You already know. No, <laughs> like, you already asked that. Not, not, not that you know, but that you assume that you assume that that's the case because white is is the you know it's the majority it's the mainstream uh, connection. But what I'm right. saying is, what I'm saying is, um, that's not necessarily a reason to uh, a reason why a book would fail or not fail or whatever. That that's a that's a, a, a correlation between audience character. You know, race relations, assumptions about whatever, and even even how it's presented in, you know, the comic book store, or whatever. You know, because if we had that thought, if we had that thought, we would never have color purple. We have ne would never have enjoyed color purple, as far as um, you know, media, black media that's that that's you know, uh, 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 create, not created, but that's directed by a white person, you know. Hey, Keith, have you noticed that on IB, IBBM, oh, I think they took away the message for us recently because yes. it was just trolls to death, yeah. but African-American movies are always rated poorly. Yep. Oh, at also, first, yeah. That's what the advice is. When you that's go why, on, your, your, your point you is... Go on comic book, if you go on comic book forms, 
Yeah. Yep. The color are just derided to death. Yeah, no, absolutely. I forgot which film I was looking at. Um, I forgot. I, I think it was hidden. I, was, I think it was hidden colors or pencils. One or two was rated so badly when it came out at first, and I was like, "This is a bunch of racist trolls that did this." But it's exactly what you were talking about, Bison. We gotta, we we gotta be adamant about um, about being in those circles and 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 making decisions, even if it's even if it's rating a film on IMDb. You know. Well, I know, to, I know, but you, you gotta follow what I'm saying. Um, you, this is what I'm saying. The 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 fandom around the medium comics. Mm -hmm. I'll just use comic book resources because I think that's allegedly the largest one. Right. Mm. Comic books about characters of color are always railroaded. And it's another thing to notice to the few, and I've had to speak out in my local comic book shop. Moon Girl and those other comic books, one, they order fewer copies, and two, you you, you know, they're damn near on the floor. You gotta, you know, stoop down a little bit to see if it's even there. Because it's if I'm not mistaken, I think where comic books are placed at eye level is a marketing device. Yeah. They may yeah. have certain um, foods at a checkout at a grocery store. And you yeah. can tell me Marvel is okay, we'll give you some deals if you put Iron Man and Thor at eye level, and you know, we don't care about the rest. That's what we as consumers have to speak up. It's cool to do it on Twitter, but you have to go where you, like someone else said, where we spend our money. And I don't think yeah. you do yeah. that. No, well, that is true. And, yeah, I mean, because you'll see, is, like... I'll go, I'll go ahead, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, it, it, it's true. When, one, the comic book stores, it, it's, it's, it's less and less. Like, Geek Soul, what we go to yeah. is... Um, man, it's, it's like one of the best, almost the, the surviving comic book stores around here. Right. Yeah, we've covered this topic, you know, many, many times like a comic online. I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's just it, it takes a certain amount of supporting these titles in 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 the stores themselves. Telling, telling these guys, hey, listen, you know, we actually do want to see this. Why aren't you buying them? Yeah. It's a it, it's but a relationship we're though. We're not doing it. Storm the storm yeah. book died. I just found out women of Wakanda is going to be killed early. So yep. I don't know if there's a backlash. It's not the stores. Want buying books. I mean that's the, the easy reason. I think right now, honestly, where we where we are at, that like hitting them digitally, like hitting them. Hitting them texts, hitting them tweet, hitting them Look. and letting them know yeah. that this is what we want Look. out there. And, and, and I mean, the the, the, it, straight the from truth the... of the matter, the truth of the matter is the white community is not buying black comics like they buy comics featuring white heroes. Not the same yeah. way. Not 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 in mass. Not in the same manner, and you could have two not, good stories. It's not new, and it's just not—it's just not happening. You know, the black community, we we could support 
you know, and, and and I'm sure there's a percentage there that we could increase our support. You know, that's definite. But, you know, the reason a book is not going to do well if it doesn't have sales. And it's not going to have sales if everybody's not seeing it the same. There's a hypocrisy on both ends. I'm, I'm just saying Marvel, I just want to see Marvel not be hypocritical. And, and Black Nerdy's right. It took them all this time just to even feature, you know, a black female as, as, as a main, you know, as a main part of the story. And we still haven't seen an Asian hero as a main part of the story. Nope. <laughs> or anyone know, else. And, or, and, or even a, a Muslim America, which is, like, really, really important right now. Like, I want to see that. Like, I'm so tired of them which being one? terrorists and stuff. The Muslim. Which one? Which that, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. another yeah. thing that comic books was right. good at doing was keeping kind of keeping up with the times. It, it, comic books was almost like the newspaper yeah. to like the kids. And they're not. <laughs> the comics are changing. The the comics are playing with it a little bit faster. But as Jonathan said, they're probably going to go back. And and I, I'm gonna tell you guys, I felt like the whole diversity thing to mass media, not to us, but to mass media, the whole diversity thing was going to be some type of fad and they were going yeah. to sink back into their traditional, you know, traditional ways. We have the power of saying, no, don't you dare. Yeah. We do not want yep. traditional ways. We want everybody to have a chance, <clears throat> just like reality. Diversity is reality. Everybody has a chance to be a superhero. Black, white, Asian, Native, you know, uh, Latino, South Asian, uh, uh, Aboriginal, <laughs> anything. What? Pacific Islander. What I can't around the world, General. Yep. What I can say is that, especially in this group that's calling in here, mostly millennials. I'm gonna make an assumption on that. You guys had more guts than myself and Geek's generation did years before. We were just happy to see anything black. We didn't give a damn. That's true. Well, I mean, that's the difference is... ridiculous storyline was, at least you guys are pushing back. And well, it's, it's, it's level. Well, I mean, y'all didn't really have social media or an outlet to, like, you know, yeah. aggressively push I mean, we, the we idea did. that I you mean, shouldn't... We did. I mean, we could have wrote Stanley, you know, dude, but that was yeah, that was letter. that was I mean, writing. There was no that was right. You know how much writing they so got. Like one or two letters is not gonna make a Listen, difference. Listen, like, yo, their writing was uh anger just a, just letters to, to the know, side just and to let uh, you know we're over time, but I'm gonna let the conversation go a little longer. <laughs> but yeah, well, no, I, it, 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 straight up, it was it was. Go ahead, good. No, go ahead, go ahead, Jonathan. Well, no, in, in, you know, a, a good portion of us were raised <clears throat> at a time where we were taught to fight against, you know, we see, we saw the, we saw everything that happened during the civil rights movement, the, the, uh, the women's movement in, in, in the gay and lesbian movement. So we saw that in our history and, and we were brought up on that. So I think we, as a generation, 
you know, will pick up on this and say, listen, this is bullshit, you know, and Wait, you know, you, we don't have to take you brought it. Up in the, weren't you brought up in the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't even <laughs> try to jump 80s? on John on, on yeah. the 80s. <laughs> weren't you brought up in the most self-indulgent era yeah. possible? However, I was, however, my father was the type of individual who was like, <clears throat> you know, introduced me to such things. I mean, you know, Woodstock was like, you know, you know, things as Woodstock, the civil rights movement. I mean, that was a big thing with my father because he was, a, he was a, a history. He was a history buff. And he was a, you yeah. know, he was, you know, he was, a, he, he was going to be a history teacher originally. So think, you know, I think right now people are just seeing through the BS. Yep, they can tell. It's I mean, not even being seen through the BS. The BS is being given to you right now. It's just, it's everything is out it's there now. Been given. It's, it's always no, been given. no, but, but it's haven't been given say, on this level though. People are starting to say that's bullcrap, and yeah. they're starting yeah, to say it together, you can just like I said on social media. Yes, they're, they're they're starting to say it in one voice. And here, I'm, I'm going to say this. This generation, this millennial generation, this is where the hipsters came from uh, 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 in part, uh. is, is, is very cynical, right? It's very cynical with just about everything that comes out because they know 99% of everything that comes out is a bunch of bull. Just look at M-Dog you know? and Dalek. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, I've said, <laughs> I'm, I'm, said I'm bitter, so I mean... <laughs> But that's the, that's, that's the thing. And I'm just radical, like, for every kind of reason. And it's yeah, all you're radical. Hot. So, that's why. You're you're Cali- you guess you're a California you're- chick. That's why. <laughs> he used the word chick. Remember, he used the and word like, chick. And I got to bring back. up something. I mean, I didn't get a chance to touch on it. Uh, Bison mentioned it about new comic books and positioning and all that. And as a bitter comics fan, I will say it's not so much a race thing with these things. It's more comic book fans are terrified of anything new or foreign to yep. them. So I mean, wow. I spent, like, that's new. But like, I mean, stuff like <laughs> yeah, that's the basis of racism I'm, right there. <laughs> no, I mean, not no, in that way. Like comic book, comic book fans. I mean, it's like a book like Moon Girl. I mean, it's like say it's not because she's black; it's because she's a kid. Comic book fans don't want to read books about kids. That's number one. Miss Marvel, same problem. I mean, she's a teen girl. No one wants to read a book about a teen girl. And I'm not that's saying true. this myself because I and love both these totally books. I'm saying this true. as a person. Yes, it is true. No, though. it's that's not. The thing. I, I love Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. We I can love talk Ms. about Marvel, that. But like. This is why the sales are lower because comic book fans want familiar and rela- like you know familiar no, and safe. But they still, don't want that they still don't want to that still boils yeah. down to race and gender and everything yeah. else. You that's know, comic book fans want. I mean, that's why like there's certain titles like Black Panther will do well because it's familiar and safe. It's no. been around forever. I'm but, sorry, like, how you know, young are you? Yeah, but Black Panther wasn't. M. Black Panther wasn't doing well before. It's, it's, yep. Now, well Black Panther, situation. Black is, Panther goes for shit. Just... That's the problem with him, though. I mean, it's the same as Iron Man. Iron Man went through a giant crap, like, you know, two decades there before it got any kind of... Yeah, momentum. of course. But Black Panther, Black Panther has been doing well because of a well-known writer, Ta-Nehisi, um, uh, connecting with the black community. Like, like, this is one thing where Bison's right. The black community has been supporting Black Panther, and I think yeah. that that 
where the strength of sales has been coming from. I can't speak on, you, you know, the white comic collector if they have also been enjoying Black Panther. I hope they have. I mean, I've been you know, enjoying it than, a little bit more than the political, but the I've been enjoying it. No, the political aspect is really good because it, you know, in the cultural it's aspect as well. different than some of the other, like, titles from that regard, I mean, because it's heavy political drama, which I didn't expect from Black Panther. <laughs> right. right. And that's the coast, that's though. What, what were you what, expecting? Uh, you know, I, I wasn't, truthfully, I was not familiar with them until Black Panther. Right. Are you admitting to something, Bison? No, I see that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm my head and Bison, the Bison cannot be. The world cause of Brony. My little Brony is a weird aberration. Because of reasons that I cannot figure out still. Yeah, those, people, yeah. those people, those people are the worst. Don't know how to talk about. Yeah, them. I mean, it doesn't help that most of them turned out to be Trump supporters, but. Oh, yeah. Shit. They're just they're, oh, they're, they're, they're the they are the pit. Okay. No, not the not I the creative feel... talent or anything else. It's the people. It's the, the you know fans. the thirty and forty year old men who are fans are the ones who are Trump supporters for some reason. That's who funny. Knows. All right. Despite, you know, yeah, shoot that to me. Um, yeah, that's no, what, no, no. the last comment, and then we're going to put a cap on this conversation Sounds that good. started out about Iron Fist. <laughs> okay, first happened. thing, everyone on the panel, keep doing what you're doing. Keep us on our toes and keep pushing. But also, yeah. if you're a comic book fan, go to comic book resources and look at the forums. I mean, it can be a cesspool, but you'll see oh, yes. how certain comic books are treated, and that's all I have. Right, right, right. Yo, right. Thanks, Mike. Now we gotta get in there. We we gotta get into the ditches, you know, just like Tyson said. All right, let's uh let's cap that up. It's getting late. It is late. I think it's JD left us a while back. She's already um, going to bed. Twitterella yeah, has no stopped problem. tweeting. <laughs> but you know what hasn't stopped is. Full <gasps> movie phone. What? Oh. <laughs> so let's let's uh, end with that. Ring, ring. Hello, you selected Mr. Fake Movie Phone. First, before I fall, it is a drama. How do you? How much do you expect it for to fall off the box office before or after? <laughs> <laughs> Next, it's Logan. It's the last X Men <clears throat> movie. We swear. Wait, there's another one. Crap. Next, the Shack. It is a drama. Is it about Shaquille O'Neal? I was going to say, is it about the love shack? No, it's about God. It's about God and redemption. And learning to forgive himself. So don't see it. It's it's M-Dog and Dalek's favorite movies. (laughs) I thought it was about the B-52 song. I have no reason to see this now. So yes, more room this week. Next, Donald Cry is a comedy. Then, The Freedom to Marry is a documentary. Next, Headshot. It is an action film. And you know what you get when you have a headshot? The last word. It is a comedy. Then, the latest installment of the Jonathan J. Stone saga, My Scientology Movie. It is a documentary. (laughs) Then, Table 19. It is a comedy drama. And finally, Wolves. It is a drama. 
Which is who your... we should fill. Which who we should fill, feed uh, Dalek to at this point. <clears throat> and that is your movies for this week. Not bad. We're all going to see Logan, I assume. Yeah, that's a good. Guy. I'm gonna try get see Get Out and Logan this weekend. Yeah. I mean, Logan from us see for sure. Yeah. Is is uh, X23, is she too young? She seems young. What? I, I mean, she's really supposed to be the real I can't understand any of you. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we don't know if she's the real X23 or, like, you know, another clone. She, she is Laura Kenny. You know she is. I mean, because X23 <laughs> is multiple clones. Like, you know, she's the 23rd clone. Oh, yeah, 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 moving on. We're worried over time. <laughs> no, anyway, thank you all for listening. It was a heavy discussion, but this is what's needed. We need to open minds, and we need to we need to voice opinions and get a higher understanding of the world that is geekdom. We need to uh, we need to make it inclusive for everybody. Talking about inclusive, shout out to Universal FanCon. We're looking forward to a 2018, April 2018, Black Girl Nerds, the Black Geeks, and a whole slew of other people are putting it together, and we're just very proud. And um, if you want to contact them, they're looking for people to do panels right now. They're looking for suggestions for guests and stuff like that. So uh, uh, at Universe FanCon uh, on Twitter and definitely UniversalFanCon.com, and um, uh, oh, well, yeah, basically that's it. We had a good time. Hope you had a good time listening. Come back Tuesday. You know it's Women's Month, so we'll be concentrating on a couple, couple things for Women's Month. Um, I welcome Black Nerdity and uh, 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 JD and Shout Scout and anybody else out there, any ladies out there that would love to. Uh, hear discussions on certain topics, but you know, if you really want to hear some other stuff, uh, we did some women's uh, uh, history month things in the past, so just looking at our archives for March and you'll be able to listen to them. Otherwise, uh, yeah, Comedy Game Mining's coming up in a couple weeks and we got things popping off, so definitely come back Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Hit the blog, geeksoulbrother.com. Reviews and trailers on there. Also, hit that donate button. That's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such enthusiasm. Hit the donate button. Leave a dollar to reoccurring. That's the thing, reoccurring. Again, shout out to Bison for your support, Bison. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, everything just helps us do a better show. So we'll be uh, there for you, coming in better quality, better listening quality and stuff like that. But anyway, hope you guys come back next Tuesday and um, see you then. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Hi. Oh, I didn't do the Twitter. You can also check us out, MDog957, the Liam Storchi, Howard Toby, Illuminous, Jonathan J. Stone Zero. Real Lord Dalek, Phil Rico underscore Uno, Sharita 22, that's our silent wonder, Archie Mana, aka Shadow Scout, Five Nerdy Venoms for all your Nerdy Venom needs. Also, check out Bison for Life 
for his commentary, great posts that he puts on Twitter. Like Nerdity, for her commentary, always, always uh, uh, great to listen to on Twitter. And um, and Blur Words wasn't with us tonight, but definitely check out Blur Words. He did a review of um, uh, the Lego Batman, Batman Lego movie. Yep, Lego Batman on geekfulbrother.com. Definitely check that out. Check out my review of Get Out that I put up on YouTube. Also, some other reviews that I put up. And I'll be doing some more stuff then. Now, you guys can take care. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.